0: and welcome to Glitch Cube, we're a gaming podcast and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. As always, I'm Christian. And I'm Chris. And welcome back everybody. Thank you guys for joining us once again as we dive further into the world of games. This week we are going to be discussing Next Fest, something that we did last time and actually wrote a, some blog posts about it. Just check out our link tree so you can see the socials and find our the little website that we have where we actually did some blog posts. We've written some interesting articles, which we should probably try and get back to you. It's been a little bit since we were journalists <laughs> mm-hmm. and did that fun thing. But Chris here is actually working on some fun videos for you guys on some of the demos that we've been playing and some other content that we have currently as well. So we're really excited for that. And, you know, NextFest has a... It's a fun little place in our heart, right? It it was one of the first ones that we both really dove into, thought it was a good place to find interesting indie games. And last time we found some amazing titles out there. And this time there are some great games and there are some surprising ones on that list as well. So we tried to kind of stay away from some of the obvious hitters. Right. We wanted to see some of the more obscure offerings that Next Fest has to give us. So we have a pretty extensive list of titles that we have played through for you guys. And we've tried to be as broad as possible with the genres, at least I know I tried to, but then it turns okay. out every single game I played ended up being a card game somehow. I don't know how that worked. Don't blame me. I didn't do it on purpose, I swear. Always. Uh, <laughs> somehow that happened. Uh, sorry, I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> even the ones that don't look like card games ended up being card games. I don't know what the hell happened, but whatever. <laughs> if you <laughs>
1: manifest it, it comes.
0: I, I, what can I say? They they got you know, They know how to get to me. But there was some fun ones. There's some interesting ones. There's ones that surprised us. And there's ones that made us go, huh, that was interesting. And, you know, Make us ask a few more questions, because who knows? maybe the demo was not enough to dive further into the content itself. So since we have such a long list between the two of us and we'll see how how much time really depends on each title. Uh, but won't we just kick it off now? Chris, why don't you hit us with the one of the first games that you tried out during this ne- year's next fest or the season? what is it season is it year whatever?
1: I feel like it's like every like I think it's seasonal. Because I feel like the last one was in... Quarterly,
0: whatever. Yeah.
1: I think so. Because the last one, I think, was in March, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe so. So, this one... uh, I've seen quite a few people talk about this game, and I feel like it was in some other showcase. I think it was uh, probably, like, the future Game Fest, whatever stuff they do at the summer game thing but uh it's called station the station
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and when i first saw this game i was like oh that looks really cute i don't think it's for me and basically it's a puzzle game deep down when you think about it um but it's like you know it's not a stressful puzzle game like basically you have a map and you have these structures, right? So say like you have a flour mill and then you have a wheat farm and then you have a bakery and then there's a town. Basically, you have to create train stops and tracks connecting all of those to together and then to the city where it can be distributed. And there's three levels in the demo and... It was weirdly addicting in that, like, it's so casual and cozy. I hate using that term, but it's...
0: I feel like we're going to hear that a lot today.
1: Yeah. Just as a, um,
0: as a trigger warning for those of you out there that get triggered by cozy or casual, be prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it It was nice.
1: Like, it didn't feel stressful. It, felt, it made me feel smart at times, which is always nice, and i liked it like the voxel look of it is so pleasing to the eye and i love that you can zoom in super close and be like oh i'm following my little train watch it go to the town like it's it's cute and i surprisingly really like this like i really want to see where the rest of this game goes because i i love casual puzzle games I love puzzle games in general, but when it's done like this or something unique, I'm all for it. And it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of different structures in the demo, but, I mean, it's not like you can go too overboard with basically
0: a train sim kind of game. Right, right. And you can't go wrong with a puzzle game either. And mm-hmm. everybody loves trains. I mean, the game Unrailed is so popular, and it's a really fun game. But there's something about trains that is just very captivating. Actually, every time, either it, both in robotics and in Minecraft, for some reason in the classes that I have, I always get asked by at least one or two kids, "Are we gonna make trains? I'm like, why? Why do you like trains? <laughs> <laughs> you, trains are badass. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I remember I guess I missed that train. <laughs> Wow. I
1: remember as a kid, there was this planetarium I went to. And for some reason, they had this huge model town with a train system in it. And it was so cool seeing this little model train just going around the whole little like landscape. I'm a sucker for that. Like, I'll never go out of my way and buy like, you know, model trains and build that. Like, as cool as that would be, I do not have the space for that. I would. I feel like I would rather build like a Lego city, but mm. uh, that that that's so costly. I don't want to have to pull like a mortgage just for a Lego city. So yeah. Did I'll you hear have the model train, train
0: museum at, at, in Hillcrest? No, I thought that was a joke. No, it's a real place. <laughs> it's actually a thing. Oh, yeah. is it cool? Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. I mean, it's all kinds of... I mean, of you don't like and, trains, so uh, I guess yeah, you would like, be like, oh, this is lame. So. Uh, it was neat. I like seeing all like the little figurines and just the amount of work and intricacies that go into those things. Are, it's kind of fascinating, right? Like There's a lot of detail in those. And they're yeah. fully functioning like trains, right? Like It's like just scaled down, which is actually really cool. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to see. And there's a lot of kids that I know that go there because they love it so much. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. All right. So this game caught my eye because of the art. The art was fantastic and actually the title screen was just gorgeous to look at i kind of left it on it for a little while but that was Leica aged through blood Ooh. yeah so at first like looking at the art style i would i didn't know what to expect i did not read into it at all i was like you know what hmm. i'm like for basically every single demo that i went through i looked at their sc- like their main screenshot of it or their title screen and uh-huh. i was like that looks rad cool download <laughs> So that's how I did it. I did very much window shopping when I was picking through demos. And this one was very different than what I expected, honestly. So this is a... Post apocalyptic, Western inspired. They call it a motorvania, because you're on a motorcycle <laughs> and it's kind of like a Metrovania. Uh, but you are a coyote mother who is trying to, you know, take back your land, save your kid, all that stuff, right? And it's a lot more gruesome than I had expected, right from the get-go, too. So like you're just out there kind of just in the middle of nowhere. You get radioed by your little boy. And they tell you, oh, our uncle has been killed by like the Raiders or whatever. And they're like, oh, what happened to him? He got crucified and strung up by his guts. And like, oh gosh, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're like, that's, that's a lot to deal with, with this cute, adorable drawing of a coyote bo- like baby. <laughs> okay. And then literally 30 seconds later, you basically just move over one screen and you see the coyote strung up by his guts, like missing his lower half. You're like, oh boy, okay. And that's whenever the actual gameplay starts getting into it. And it's very much trials. It feels a lot like that if people are familiar with that gameplay style where you're on a motorcycle, you have to accelerate, go over ramps, but keep your balance because if you flip your bike, that's how you lose health. Um, Or if you take damage later on, you can also take damage from enemies, things like that, right? So it's basically trials with guns. That's the best way to describe this game, in my opinion. Like visually, it looks awesome. Like it's it's a beautiful uh, stylized game, like hand drawn art. Really, really interesting. Uh, Interesting setting as well. But I'm not like a huge fan of that kind of gameplay style. I I don't Hmm. see the longevity of it. Like it's interesting for puzzles, and I do like the addition of the actually like fighting in it. It just, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like whenever you have to focus on keeping your balance and fighting things, that's whenever it can get a little convoluted, right? And you start losing it where it's like, oh, I really mm. want to do this really sick trick, but I'm also going to get shot in the face right now if I do that, right? Like, I don't know. it, But regardless, the art just kind of takes the cake here. Like, that is the best part of it, in my opinion, And it was an interesting game. I actually would like to play more of it to give it even more of a chance. So I'm pretty excited whenever this one comes out. But this is one of the first games and a lot of these games I'll discuss (laughs) throughout this where you can play this with one hand, right? So I feel like there's a common trend. Yeah. (laughs) No, not like that. (laughs) Unless you're into cartoon coyotes. I mean, this game was... True, freaking (laughs) badass it does it really does and uh, so i'm i'm very curious to see like i didn't get to the i didn't get to a boss fight so i'm probably like it probably gets better and better as you're playing through it so i do really want to give this one a chance i think out of all the ones i've played this one was the most interesting to me where it's like okay this is actually really interesting gameplay uh, it's just not something I'm used to. So it was taking me a little bit longer to really get into it, but I'm very fascinated by the style of it. Right. Ooh. So it, it does look awesome. So I don't know. I, I'm excited for this one. It's, it's, you get, check it out. I mean, obviously, demo, all that stuff, look up some trailers for it because I was not expecting it. And looking at the designs for some, like the bosses is, amazing (laughs) like it looks so cool so i i don't know there's probably a lot more to this game than really meets the eye so yeah the art's amazing yeah
1: and it's interesting i didn't know these are the same people that did uh non-guns which was interesting i remember playing that but they also did friends versus friends which uh actually just came out oh yeah
0: that's a good one that one's fun like yeah
1: i wish i had more friends to play it with because it actually would be pretty cool but it it's neon white but cooler you know like so these guys make like good games
0: yeah so I, i can see the the interest in here this one definitely as far as like gameplay goes this was the most genre bending that i thought found the most fascinating
1: And, of course, I go back to the same type of damn game that I was kind of just talking about. But uh, (laughs) I'm a sucker for city builders. And I feel like this Next Fest, there weren't a whole lot of them. A lot of them were kind of like colony sims and more of like the, I don't know, juggling like individual people's needs and stuff, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I just want to pop this down do this one thing see money go up kind of thing Mm -hmm. and uh i've been following this game for a little bit i missed playing the demo last time during next fest but uh, it's here again and i'm a big fan of this franchise in
0: general but uh steam world build well steam world is just a great you know it's going to be an interesting game already yeah, so for people
1: that don't know Steamroll Dig, it's basically, you know, you're digging down um, and getting mining and stuff and progressing the story upgrade system. Like, it, it, I love those games. This, it's interesting. So you are in a desert town and you're building up above ground, right? So you're doing your needs, right? You're building for workers. You're getting your resources. And then you go to your underlayer, which is where you can mine. And basically you're building the mine shafts, which is cool. Like you have to do different kind of support and mine a bunch of different stuff. And this game is really cool. Like I heard that it's not in the demo, but I heard that there might be like kind of like tower defense kind of fights later on in the game. Oh, when that'd be fascinating. Yeah. When you get deeper in the mine, but they didn't they didn't have like any fighting in the demo. Basically, it's like, oh, you can build your town above ground and then go underground, try different like miners for prospecting and stuff, and it was cool. Like I I honestly really like this. It's it's simple and to the point, but I can see that it probably gets a little more in depth later on. Mm-hmm. But there was something satisfying about seeing them like mine underground. And I mean, a part of me is saying, like, I should probably just play Dwarf Fortress at this point, but I'm too scared. So <laughs> this makes me happy enough because it's, you know, all in my control. Mm-hmm. But this is cool. You know, I. I feel like they haven't done really any wrong with the SteamWorld games. I never played SteamWorld Heist, but um, which is that like tactical game. But right. um, this one looks cool. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, it it, it looks great I, from what I've seen. I didn't get to actually like play it, but since I saw SteamWorld, I was like, yeah, you know, this is probably going to just be a good game regardless. So. Yeah now one other game that i played was a tactic style game that i thought ended up being actually pretty cool uh it's called waven so waven the way it's structured is kind of trippy whenever you fight you go to a separate like battle screen uh just like any other rpg out there but it's all like tactic based movement and combat the animations were extremely fluid the art style is actually pretty cool Uh, It does remind me of, like, mobile Hmm. a little bit, as far as the art style goes. Like, I feel like there's a very specific look whenever it comes to um, that aspect of it. But it's a multiplayer tactical RPG game. Uh, So whenever you get to, like, the main hub world, you can see characters, like, run around and stuff. And I think that in the demo, they put, like, just npcs that were running around that were your same character which was kind of weird right like just to kind of give you the idea like oh yeah there will be other people there that you can interact with which i found pretty fascinating but the the main part whenever you first start the game you pick your character everyone has like a different affinity to like an ability attached to them whether it's uh, like a knight right Uh, um a mage you know like the basics stuff like that and then you hop in, you learn the basics of combat. But one of the things that they add in is whenever you use a move, because uh, it's basically a card game once again. <laughs> you pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so whenever the battle starts or each round starts, you get five abilities from your deck. Right, um, and then you get to use them, and each one has a different color affinity, uh, and they have different values on them. So whenever you use them, you start increasing points into each one of those color affinities, and you actually use those to summon pets. So kind of like Pokemon, I guess. Right. Uh, so the pets hop out; they're able to use them or you use them in combat. Um, which makes it kind of interesting. But the spells that you're using have some cool effects to them, so you can like combo spells, right, and and stuff like that. So there's a lot to it that gets built in. So it was uh, it was pretty cool to play through. Uh, in the demo, there's the main hub world, and there's certain areas that are obviously locked off. So and some NPCs have quests attached to them. Uh, So you just run up, you find the ones that have, like, the the quest marker on them, and you can do their little uh, challenge. And the challenge is always, go fight this thing, right? But whenever you're fighting the things, it's—I did like this aspect a lot. So whenever you jump into a quest, it actually, like, sent you to another map, right? And, like, for instance, one of them was save these people who've been captured, so they're in cages, and you actually get to like kind of run around on that map for a little bit to get to the area that you need to go and then it starts the fight and you're in a tactical map at that point so the like the grid based movement comes into play but before you were kind of running around that area so that was a cool little like i don't know it's i like the flow of it um and it was a it was a fun time actually. I, I did really enjoy it. The pet system seems really cool, and from what I can see, at least of like looking at screenshots and different artwork uh, that Waven has released, there's a lot of different heroes that actually look pretty grad. Like they have some interesting abilities that uh, attach to them. Uh, one of them I thought was really cool was the assassin. So it's just a crazy looking dude he's just all in black but then his armor is actually like bone plates huh like it looks really trippy it's it's very interesting uh and he's like the assassin right but there there's it seems to have like a lot of um i don't know there's there's a lot of options yeah there's a lot of classes there's a lot of abilities there's a lot of a customization whenever it comes to the pets that you use or you the partners uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a trip it, and what's cool is like every hero has a male and female variant so you can make your team what you want them to be uh, which you know makes that adds that little bit of customization to it as well and then there's all kinds of I, I can tell that this one's going to be a very like stat hungry min max kind of title because <laughs> you can you find like bits of equipment to boost certain things, and and you build your deck around the equipment that you have, right? Like so, you can kind of create that interesting synergy between the skills of your class versus what spells you have in your deck and what items that you currently have from your travels. So that does make it seem like it would be a lot of fun. I am this one actually was a good one too. I, I did enjoy this one.
1: It made you feel like. Waving.
0: <laughs> ah, I did the wave after I finished. No. <laughs> hmm. yeah, I wish that so, was adorable, though. It it looks kind
1: of... It looks interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I feel like the thumbnail kind of caught my eye when I was first looking at it. But for me, I feel like this Next Fest, I kind of did the opposite with the thumbnails. I, uh... The worse they looked, the more I was interested in them. Hmm. But, um uh, before I get into those because those are actually some of the best games I played um, saving those for last but I got one more I forgot about this uh, cozy game <laughs> there but it is again. the only, reason, the, you the only reason I'm bringing this <laughs> we should but this is the last one I got I'm looking at oh there is one more but it, it's totally different so the only reason I'm going to talk about this one Is because I did something special the other day. And this relates very closely to it. It's called Spirit Tea. And basically, you are this person who moves into this small little town. And you're visited by a ghost. And people there are bothered by spirits. And you don't know why. So when you're visited by this cat spirit, he tells you about this bathhouse or spa that all the spirits used to go to. But it's in decline. And now it's your job to fix up this spa and make spirits happy. Uh, And the only reason I'm really bringing this up is because... So I never fully watched Spirited Away until like three days ago. Yeah. I've seen pretty much all the other big ghibli films except for really that one
0: that's that wow okay yeah i mean mononoke is still my most favorite come on but oh yeah 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 but i mean spirit away was so pivotal to animated movies right like it was the first one to win an award like yeah okay yeah yeah
1: okay (laughs) yeah whatever uh, I've been on a binge at Ghibli. I just watched uh, the cat returns and that was actually pretty sweet too. But that um, one's amazing. I know I love cats, but that's
0: actually a great, <laughs> great movie.
1: It, it actually is like anybody out there listening that needs like a good little relaxing, cute movie. Like that game kind of other, not that game, that movie really surprised me. I went not expecting it to be like mid, but it was very enjoyable. Uh, Anyway, so this game is basically that you. The demo basically has it where you run like your first night or mm-hmm. day, and basically consists of you grabbing dirty towels, going downstairs, washing them, drying them, bringing them up, walking people to their hot spa. It's cute. It's a little tedious, but looking at like the roadmap of like what's coming in the full game, it does actually look pretty cool. Like there's surprisingly a lot going on like a bunch of different spirits a bunch of different notebooks to fill out like it's a game that's surprisingly deep Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: what you can do uh i'll be interested in this i i didn't mind the tedious kind of work but it's cool you know i'm i like this kind of stuff and i think There's enough to it where it kind of stands out compared to a lot of those other kind of management sim kind of games. But, uh, yeah, Spirited Away. What a good movie.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic movie. soundtrack is amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. I
1: actually feel like
0: I saw this game, too. What was it called again? Spirit Tea. Spirit Tea. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this one. Somewhere. I think I saw someone like playing a demo of it or something. That was it's actually, cute. Yeah, it looks cool. Very like retro graphics, right? Yeah, it's very like it's interesting
1: because it looks very like I can't say low poly for sprite work, but like I guess low bit count, you mm-hmm. would call
0: it. Yeah. You
1: know, comparing it to, like, Blasphemous, where it's, like, high bit count, or high pixel count, I guess.
0: Right, right.
1: This is, like, the kind of, like, lower end of it. But it looks good. You know, it's Yeah, it's they cute. went
0: for, like, a different style, like a non-minimal sh- or minimal shading on the pixel art, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just very, like, color blocky pixel art. It's interesting. Kind
1: of like Habbo
0: Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. A little bit. Characters, a little bit. Alright, I'm gonna blast through a couple of these because they're all little games that were interesting enough, but, uh, yeah. We'll just go through these pretty quick. So the first one no. is Solvas or Solvars. <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't know. That Solvars! Name. <laughs> it, it's so weird, the title. Ah. I don't know. Uh, but that one was cool. A deceptive game. I thought it was going to be more of like an action RPG style. But it turns out, guess what? It's a card game. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course it is. And there's going to be, yeah, your counters are cozy. Mine's for a card game. How about that? Uh, <laughs> but the Combat was different right like so whenever you initiate combat you have uh one two three seven choices to make uh one is like an item that you can use one is a magical ability and then you have five in betweens right and they can be a magic ability they could be your sword they could be a punch or they can be a A kick or a guard, right? So those are like the options that you have. Uh, Hmm. You'll get more as you get other characters. Uh, And then you have points that you can, or action points, I forgot what it's actually called in the game. But you get to, like, on your first turn, you can only pick one. Your second turn, you can pick two, which then, like, chains together to make bigger combos. So that's kind of what you're trying to do, right? You're trying to use cards so that you can clear out the room and set up a bigger combo later. So that's kind of what you're working on. But there is like a limit break style thing in this, which was kind of cool to check out where you basically morph into one of the things that you're fighting and you're fighting. I forgot what they're actually fighting. It's kind of weird, Uh, but like you basically become this crazy beast and you're able to hit things a hell of a lot harder. Uh, like a ridiculous amount, but the cooldown on it is very long. So I found that to be a interesting way to strategize these games. So the way it works, as far as like traversing the map, I, I'm still trying to figure out the best way of uh, describing it. But it's very much a tile based movement game. But each tile is a different screen in the game, right? So you're just moving from screen to screen, uh, but you just kind of select which direction you want to go to on the arrow keys or A and D or WASDA, uh, and you basically just go into that next area. Some of them have enemies, some of them have items that you can pick up, uh, some have NPCs that you can interact with or vending machines you can purchase stuff from, and you're just going through the map trying to fight these weird monsters that are all over the place. right? Um, But the the ability, like I, I, used it pretty early on in the demo, and the demo has it's basically just it's a one-hour play. They let you play the game for one hour, so that tells me that this game probably is a pretty long game, uh, which could be fun, right? But then, like the cooldown on the like limit break ability, where you're just like a crazy beast, said three hours. <laughs> What? So yeah, and then I was looking, at it, I'm like, "There's no way that's right." So it's one hour, one minute in this game, and it's actually keeping track of time. So I'm wondering if there's like a time limit thing for these titles, so you have they get through the maps as fast as possible in certain areas to defeat these things. So that does make it kind of like that was kind of a a little bit of a turnoff for this title. For me was the fact that your limit break is limited to time instead of other games where it's you know movement it's action it's taking hits right like when i think limit break i think that it should be tr- a constant charge not on a cooldown, right like it feels a little weird that way in my opinion but it, it was a it was a cool title the artwork's really cool it's really interesting Playing it, I was like, "Oh, this feels like a mobile game." And then looking at it later, it's like, "Oh, well, because it is a mobile game, <laughs> you mm-hmm. can get it right now on mobile for five dollars." Which I thought was really interesting that they're on Steam. It's a demo for a new game, but you can buy it on mobile right now. So, I guess it's a new game for PC. It must be a new port, right? So, yeah, I don't know. There's something to that. The another game that I tried out was uh, Astria. Astria, six-sided oracles. This one is not cards, surprisingly. Yay. But it is dice, so it's kind of the same thing. So, (laughs) So it's a dice game where you roll the dice and you have different number values on them. The whole point is that there are creatures that are corrupted and you are using these dice to purify them and balance your own corruption in turn. So I really do like this mechanic a lot. I think I find this really fascinating where you damage enemies by... Um, purifying them, right? Because you're trying to heal them. Uh, but there are times in which you have to use corrupted dice because you might not have a re-roll or, or something like that. So your character will take corruption. But the way that they handled this is that as you take corruption, you unlock new abilities, like extra re-rolls or changing a dice to something else. Uh, each character has their own different set of abilities attached to them. So that I did like a lot, where you're constantly balancing these things out. You can use your dice to purely attack the enemy. So if you use purifying dice on the corrupted enemy, it does damage or you can use that purifying dice to heal your player as well right so you kind of have to like balance that out and figure out exactly the best way to handle this so the art is really really pretty um and i i like cards and dice games and random chance stuff so i found that really interesting it was a lot of fun so that one was cool another really fun one right there and then one of the last ones that I do want to bring up to you, I got a couple more after that, but uh, another little small game that I found really fun was Shogun Showdown. So that was a really fun game. Uh, it's a roguelike uh, card builder. Of course it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the difference with this one and other like deck-building games is that there is a map for you to move around on. It's a linear map, so you can only move left or right. You have to defeat waves of enemies as they show up uh, on this like small stage that you have. Uh, but you pick the cards that you want to use, which are your attacks, and then each one have like different abilities or range, right? So an arrow can go across the whole map and it'll hit the first thing in front of it. Uh, a, a spear can go two spaces. There are swords that hit either in front of you or some swords that hit in front and behind you. And the enemies have these kind of weapons too. So you kind of have to like keep track of that. But the enemies telegraph what movement they're going to do next. So you have to pick the right abilities and position yourself correctly to take the minimum amount of damage. Now they added in a really cool effect there where you can actually swap places with an enemy if you are facing them and are if you are in the tile that is right next to them. So if on their next move they are going to swing forward and let's say there's an enemy behind you you can actually swap with them and they will still swing their weapon and hit their hit their partner right so they would hit the other enemy there so you can actually use the enemies as tools to then take out everything around you and just try and uh, stay alive as long as possible so that was a it was i was very i really like this one actually this one i think i ended up playing the longest because it was very simple gameplay to latch onto and it was very this is a very addicting kind of style of game in my opinion mm. like it, it really Looks felt like it it felt good right like the gameplay felt really good everything just made sense right i have a weapon that is one damage guess what they do one damage right like enemies have two health you can see and seeing everything out like it was a weird like fast-paced turn pace or yeah turn-based game like you see the turns ahead of you you don't have to go quick but your mind kind of wants to because you can see the sprites like shaking, like they're about to attack. And you're like, oh shit, I'm about to get hit. I need to move out of the way right now. But really, you can just sit there, <laughs> right? And like plan out your moves. So it's one of those that they did a really great job with the animations and the, um, the possibility of a threat to make you feel like you need to make actions quickly, uh, which you, you don't, you're fine. So I, I do really like this one. Played a lot of Shogun Showdown, actually. I like it. Should be fun. It looks really... Yeah,
1: I could see it being addicting. It does look pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's just a crazy, interesting puzzle game, right? Like, there's some cool chains that you can do. Like, there was one... I forgot what it was. There was a... There was a guy in front of me, and then there was going to be... it, Like a bowman behind him right and i could take him out with my sword right away but i had just unlocked the grappling hook right so Mm -hmm. if i took out the guy in front of me then i would be hit by the bow so i actually like swung hit the guy used the grappling hook latched onto the bowman hit him with another sword attack took out both of them right like so like you can make some interesting chain combo stuff in here which is pretty rad huh it's a fun little Super title cool. and you can upgrade all your abilities as well there's upgrade shops of course uh, you can add poison and certain things like that so you can actually look for like a poison build and there's items to pick up there's a lot to this game for how deceptively simple it looks
1: huh yeah i'm gonna have to check it out myself
0: yeah i think you would like this one i, I definitely played a lot of that one
1: are you ready for some heavy hitters on my end
0: yeah i think it's that time all right
1: so pretty much all of these i'm about to talk about are all pretty big um and i can give space if you want to talk about some in between but uh, i'll try and keep them a little bit short uh so for the first one i want to talk about this is a game i've been following for a little bit now i would say a couple months Uh, i found it on twitter a while ago and i was kind of captured by the visuals of it and This is a style of game that I honestly never really got into, I would say, at least this old school style, but, uh, it's called Islands of the Caliph and, or Caliph, I think it's Caliph, and it is a first person, uh, action RPG, uh, kind of in the old school vein, kind of like old Elder Scrolls, like Daggerfall, like, uh trying to think, not brandish, but like old RPGs, right? That first person view uh, tile based map kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this game is awesome. I uh, I played the demo actually a few weeks ago. Uh, I know they released the demo before Next Fest. I think it was maybe two weeks ago uh, to kind of like get like a roughed draft of what it was and i i enjoyed it then you know there were some features missing from it but uh within that span of like the two three weeks they've added health bars for enemies they've added like a leveling system or stat system uh based off of someone's suggestion in the in the forums which is cool like it it actually adds a lot more depth to the game but uh
0: that's cool that they're listening to the players
1: yeah, like that—that's something that I kind of love about a lot of these Next Fest games. Developers really do listen to a lot of the the people bringing stuff up. At least some of the games I looked at today, they seem pretty responsive. But uh, this game to help visualize for people, uh, other than it being like a first-person RPG, it's inspired by Middle Eastern folklore and uh, like Islamic kind of like tradition. So, it has that look and feel of it. You know, You it's set over multiple islands, but there's only two islands in the demo. And they're actually kind of big, uh, at least in my opinion. And I truly like this game a lot. Like, I think of all the games that I've played uh, recently for the demos, I think this one... And maybe two other ones that I'll talk about soon are the ones that I'm like, yeah, I'm like 100%, 100% following up on this game when it's released. Um, Anybody that is interested in those kind of games or just likes first person RPGs, I think this is, I highly recommend it. And even if you're not like I was, I honestly had no intention of playing these kind of games. I love this and it actually makes me want to play more games like it. But yeah, the, the dev is very responsive. And it's cool seeing these little changes happen. And I'm excited for this game to grow. Nice.
0: Yeah, it looks really cool. I, I, I remember you sharing this one with me. So I'm excited to see where what happens with it and how much they actually. They could fall into the development hell of listening to the fans too much, right? (laughs) But it seems like they're taking the good criticism and just implementing into their titles and just making their game that much better.
1: Yeah, plus the visuals just look so damn good. Like, mm, beautiful retro style. Nice. But uh, another first-person game. And this one is a little different. Um, I it seems like this is kind of like a surprise hit from what I'm seeing, like on Twitter and even like the steam forums kind of, but uh, it's called fortune's run. Mm. And I don't know if I would a hundred percent call this an immersive sim. It, it, there's a lot to it that feels like it, but uh, imagine diesel pump. Right or not diesel, but industrial punk instead okay. of cyberpunk. It the world's pretty brown, you know. It, it feels like you're in the industrial era, but like sci-fi. Um, this game's cool, dude. Like the music's banging. Your character is like a badass. Um, the world's interesting. Everything is voice acted too, which is oh, wow. kind of bonkers to me. Uh. And you can do a lot. Dude, the cool thing about this is when you get a sword, you can deflect the bullets. Like uh, so And you, you actually can, have you can to, become like, Jedi. <laughs> basically, you actually have to, like, swipe to, like, hit the bullets. And you can slow down time so then that way you actually hit them. Like, this game is so damn cool. Hmm. And I feel like it really came out of nowhere because, like, I feel like I'm usually, like, pretty in touch with a lot of, like, smaller titles. And I try to find them in my spare time. But this one's just been under my radar. And I'm like, I'm happy I found this because this is so fascinating. Uh, I feel like the only criticism I have of it was like the jumping feels weird in this game. Like trying to
0: wall jump with the classic controls feels so Uh, odd. Yeah, I mean, the game looks like Doom. So wall jumping in Doom seems weird. (laughs) Yeah, or Wolfenstein, it, right? Like
1: they were they were saying this game is basically like it takes a lot of like um, cues from like Deus Ex, and also like some weird stuff from like Metal Gear Solid, which I kind of get. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole segment where you're basically getting into this club, and there's like a whole part where you're just going through air vents and stuff, and it's. This game's interesting, and I think it's got also one of the best, like, club scenes in the game, Mm -hmm. which I feel like we don't get often enough. I remember in Vampire Masquerade, Bloodlines, there's a little goth nightclub, and I love (laughs) that. And I feel like we never see those kind of, like, cheesy 90s goth, like, nightclubs in games. And this game has it just, it looks cool, like... This is another game I'm I'm actually very excited about following because it's, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot going on and I'm like, I don't want to say I'm worried about like there might be too much added to it later, but right. this game is really interesting. The melee is really cool in this game too. Like it feels almost realistic in a weird way, hmm. but uh yeah, this is definitely one to keep an eye on, too, um, just because there's so many systems at play and the difficulty in this game is very adjustable. And it's yeah, it's it's cool as hell.
0: Yeah, it looks really trippy. It's it's kind of hard to explain. It's like if you made Wolfenstein a 3D game all of a sudden, like, or you know what I mean? Like with the camera movements and stuff like that, it looks cool. Looks super rad. Huh. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. I, I have to check it out. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I don't know. It looks interesting. But I definitely have to play that one. Yeah. Well, I guess I
1: can finish off because I only have a little bit left okay. of mine. Um For a little my last cute game of the night or day, whatever you're listening, a tiny sticker tail. Uh, uh, this was shown awesome. off. I forget which show. I mean, it might have been the Wholesome thing uh, that they had. But basically, the world is like kind of like stickers, and you can take. So, say that tree that you see, you can pluck it off, put it in your sticker book, go to a different map, and pluck it down somewhere else. And for the most part, a lot of things are stickers in that. So you can kind of solve puzzles and help little people on the island. By rearranging stickers and making it just work, and yeah, this game's adorable, and it just works. Like it, it it's cool. It's it's another like comfy little puzzle game right. that this one I feel like might be more interesting and might last longer than you know the the train one. But this game's adorable uh, for anybody out there that just wants something like cute. I think this might be one of the cutest games I've played in a while.
0: It but, looks freaking adorable. I like the puzzle aspect. It's like uh scribble knots with stickers. Oh yeah, scribble knots. Yeah, it is kinda like that. Yeah. I always forget about scribble knots. It's a very surprising game. It's amazing how complex Scribble Knots actually is when you really think about it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of scary how well that game was, especially for a handheld game. Yeah, of how old things, it was. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh So after that, the next three games I have are going to be complete opposites of it. Uh, this one, I actually was not interested at first in all, but now I really like this game. It's called El Paso everywhere. Mm. And imagine Max Payne, but you're fighting werewolves and weird creatures. Fun. That's what this like game it. is. It, <laughs> it really feels like max pain you're doing your little bullet time rolls you're slowing down time you got banging music like it's it's a trip and the more i played this game the more i was like yeah i like this it it had that attitude that depth the voice acting is surprisingly really good mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, to me, the character really captures that Max Payne too. I mean, he's addicted to pills too. Like it's, mm. it, it. I feel like it wears its inspiration on its sleeve really well. But this one's cool. If if you just want a good time, just blasting things, this one's great. Nice. Uh, another one that really surprised me. Uh, I was really looking forward to playing like some more like spooky games, but. Instead, I played this, and it's called Sniper Killer. Okay, and it's it's from a team that I think it's not a puppet combo, so it's not like those kind of like nun massacre like horror games. But it's uh, they do their own kind of like weird horror low poly game, mm-hmm. and this one's interesting because you start the game where. You're this woman that's going over for a photo shoot in this very creepy room. And you think that the camera guy is like, he's going to kill you or he's going to do something weird to you. But ends Mm up, he doesn't. And in the demo, you're basically switching between playing a victim or you're playing the sniper. Oh, Uh, Supposedly, in the full game, you're switching between the sniper and the detective. But... This game's, I really like this game. I, I don't want to say it's edgy to be edgy, but like it, <laughs> it does some things that are really funny. Okay. And I feel like out of all the games I play, this is maybe like the least serious of them, but it like, it has such a vibe to it that I don't know. It's interesting. It's very gritty. and. Um, yeah, this one this one's cool. Like I'm I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on this one because I've been wanting something weird. And I think this kind of fits the bill. It it feels like you're playing like a B movie.
0: Uh, okay. From like the
1: nineties. Yeah. It it's interesting. I, I like this one. And then my last game I'm gonna talk about. And this one I've been interested in it because I love this style. And this game, I think, surprised me the most out of all the games I've played. Uh, It's called Judero. Mm. And it's based off of uh, folklore from the Scottish borders. And basically, it's stop motion animation, which, I mean, you already had me at that.
0: It's fascinating
1: in games. I'm always surprised when they can do that. Yeah, and this game, like, so your main character looks like a bastardized He-Man, kind of, with a big beard and a staff. Mm-hmm. And I was reading a little bit about it, and they were—they basically took like old action figures and kind of like melded them all together. And that's why a lot of these people look really weird in the game. But all of the characters are handmade. Uh, all the animations handmade. Blah blah blah. Uh, The world is very like you look at this game and you're like, oh, wow, this game looks really cheap Mm -hmm. when you first glance at it, like very low budget. But the more you play it and more look into it, it's like, wow, there's there's a lot of love in this game, like way more than I thought. And something I found really interesting about it and this game, like bleeds psychedelica to an extent, like the way the colorations are of the houses the way the creatures look, everything about it, it, it almost feels surreal and like a dream. Mm-hmm. The thing that it really sent me was the music and the music is, it's paying like uh respect to like old British folk music. And they say a lot of these songs are actually songs from hundreds of years ago, like the lyrics and stuff. But they they're playing it, you know, with modern instruments and trying to keep it authentic to how those sound those songs sounded. You know, back in the old days. And dude, it sounds so good. Like it when I first listened to it, I was like, wow, this sounds like I don't want to say hippie music, but it, it sounded like that kind of folk music you would hear in the sixties. Hmm. And it, it just sounds so good. I'm like, this game really surprised me because at first I was like, I don't know if this game is going to be for me. And then I ended up like really liking this a lot. Like, I feel like I've, this game just has so much love put into it with the work that uh, I'm interested, you know. And for people out there that want a really weird game, this is it. I feel like I've. Most of the games in the Next Fest this time, this is the most obscure looking and different
0: than anything I could find. It is very surprising. Like, looking at videos of it, it's a bizarre looking game. And I'm pretty, I'm actually really blown away that they were able to make this title using actual action figures and stuff right like it's super bizarre but it looks pretty cool i mean i'm kudos to them yeah like it started as a kickstarter game and they actually are making it like what an interesting way to do it right like this is very innovative and new so i i'm i'm very curious to see how it plays kind of want to check it out now it's weird (laughs) it's a weird looking (laughs) game it looks it looks like um action league now but like mythical weird creatures that are just like demented dolls that are from like it looks like sid's nightmare from toy story oh shit. yeah that's <laughs> like, actually a good comparison right like it's really weird <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool i don't know all right, so I got two more on the list real quick, because and that's it for me. Um, the first one is In Stars and Time. So In Stars and Time is a RPG uh, game, right? So it's like Dungeon Crawley, but it, there's like a roguelike element to it. It's all black and white. The art style I was immediately drawn to. It has a very hand-drawn like sketchbook style art. Which I really enjoy. I like seeing that kind of like rough around the edges style. Uh, The writing is super, super funny. Uh, And this like turn based combat system that they have is actually pretty fascinating. So, I mean, basically every turn based game out there has an element of rock, paper, scissors in it for the most part, right? Fire is weak to water and uh, so on and so forth. And everyone knows those, right? But this game actually just, instead of hiding it with a magic system or anything like that, it's literally rock, paper, scissors. So some of your characters are scissors-style uh, like style fighters. Some are rock. Some are paper, right? Paper is more magic. Scissors are more quickly quick attacks, things like that. And Rock is your barbarians, like beastly people who just hit damn hard, right? And it it works really well. So the whole point of each fight that you run into, you're fighting these things called sadness. And you are trying to find their weakness so that you can make the fight that much easier for yourself. But they did something with the art style that I found really fascinating. And they tell you it in the demo to pay attention to the enemy portraits because they might give you a clue as to what their weakness is. So if you look at these enemies that are out there, they might have their hand in like a very interesting way, right? Like maybe one of them has like a peace sign that they're holding up. Well guess what? They're putting out the symbol for scissors. So they're actually a scissor affiliate. So if you hit them with a rock, they're weak to that. So like you actually have to pay attention to the arts, the art itself, which I really loved. It's just another way of analyzing the map without having to just you know go through trial and error style of just hit them with everything until you find out what they're weak against. You can actually get like a leg up on these guys for that. So that was really, really clever. Uh, the There's a lot of dialogue in this game, uh, and there's a lot of interesting writing. You can tell the writers just had a lot of fun with it. Um, there's kind of, I feel like for a demo, they probably could have cut that back a little bit just so that you can just focus on the gameplay itself. But it was a lot of fun. It's a really, really cool. And then uh, towards the end of the, my, my run, I f- realized, because I had no idea, I thought it was just a rpg style game but it's actually has a roguelike elements to it which i found really fascinating uh, you were asked to check for traps at one point and i felt like i did a good job maybe there's a way to get around this i don't know or maybe it could be baked in to kind of introduce this element into the game itself uh, but apparently you don't find every single trap and you get hit by one and you die but whenever you die, you actually wake up in a field, which happens to be before the whole thing of what you were doing in the dungeon or that castle place in the first place, right? So, like, you just, like, go back in time, and, but you are aware of it. And, like, you wake up screaming because you were crushed by a rock, right? It's like, oh, wow, that's pretty crazy to think about. But it, it's a cool-looking game. I like the art style a lot. I'm pretty fascinated by it. And it's definitely one of those It like, gives the Undertale kind of vibe, Right? It's very, like, very much indie RPG style. So we'll see how that goes. But probably for the best demo that I played out of everything by far, 100%, can't beat it, (laughs) it is Little Kitty Big City. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the greatest game ever made. No, uh, it's literally Stray for Kids, right? Like, it's the adorable version of Stray it is everything that you really want from a cat game uh you want to jump up there cool rad do it you see the slipper on the ground you want to pick it up and go put it on the stove that's fine go for it right like it's literally just do whatever and you're probably going to get an achievement for it like i just was jumping around and i just kept getting achievements it's like hey you smashed 10 things (laughs) good job cat (laughs) right like it's just it's so silly and the what was really great, actually, was the movement. The movement, I felt, was really, really fluid. And I'm happy to see that because, I mean, before Stray, animal movement did not feel that fluid. Like, Stray really set it apart, in my opinion. And now seeing something like Little Kitty, Big City, where it's, I feel even more approachable than Stray is. Like, this is going to get a lot of people in on it, playing it. It's kind of like in the same realm of... um that goose game. What was it called? The oh, untitled goose. Goose. Yeah. Like I I could see that right where you're just going around creating mischief and mayhem and just having fun doing it. So it's an amazing little game. I I freaking love it. I'm so excited for that damn game and it looks like my cat Diego. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in. (laughs) Oh, and best part of little kitty, big city is that you can get those adorable cat hats for your cat that you play as and what i thought was really really funny is in the trailer one of the first hats that you get put that you put on the cat we actually own that one (laughs) we got it from japan in a gachapon machine we have like 15 of them because we, we went to japan and they're little like adorable like beanies that strap on with velcro over your cat's head And it's, like, bananas or, like, a strawberry, you know, or, like, a jellyfish. It's super cute, but super dumb. And I love the fact that that's actually just in the game. Like, it's too perfect. So, no, really excited for that one. Bro, how do you drop Action
1: League now out of nowhere? I forgot this existed. I know this is a total diversion, (laughs) but, like... (laughs) what
0: I mean, the dude you don't think about kablam like, every minute every second it, <laughs> i
1: mean i see kablam like on paramount and stuff but i'm like oh Kablam's is whatever
0: i dude this is like come on man it's stinky diver and melt man melt man to melt <laughs> like i'm like
1: <laughs> this is like a small little like this is diving deep into my memories, and I've been on a nostalgia binge <laughs> lately. This what was is the like... buff
0: guy's name? Wasn't he just called The Flesh? Right? I think it's The Flesh, yeah. yeah. It's Storm Girl, right? Or what was her name? Yeah. Storm Girl, The Flesh, Stinky Diver, and Melt Man. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great show. And then there was that, like, alien thing. Ther- yeah, Kill Blanc was amazing. Come on. <laughs> I watch that every God. day. That's too funny. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for joining in as we discuss some of the games that we play through on NextFest. It's a great way to check out games. Come on. Just download a bunch of demos. Fill up your hard drive. Try them all out and see what you find. And you can do it very casually, which is great. I mean, I went the window shop approach where it's like, that looks pretty. Download. <laughs> there's like there's a few games that I didn't play, and we we stuck. We kind of stayed away from some of the bigger hit, heavy hitter ones. Like we know these are gonna be good, right? Like War Group Two. Come on, it's gonna be great. Alien Hominid, or er, that's uh, amazing. Like it's, oh my god, it's gonna be a fantastic game. and It looks great. uh Liza P might be good. We'll see, but it's definitely a bigger game that has a formula that works, right? So, and it's Pinocchio. So, it's good? Question mark? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of games on this Next Fest to check out. There's a little bit of something for everyone. Uh, I will say that it feels like this Next Fest has a lot more uh that cursed word casual style games um for basically any gamer out there or there's like a good mix of everything at least so it's it's very interesting a lot more mobile games on this one uh, i would say so uh but that just kind of shows that where the market is going everyone has a phone so it just kind of makes sense to develop games for that, and it's an easy money grab right so we'll, we'll see what happens Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week with more games that we find and all that good stuff in between. Uh, But until then, uh, bye for now.